0: You're listening to the Ghost Goal Podcast. Gerard
1: with space, out towards barrage. He's beat tip through it. The goalkeeper made contact. Luis Garcia wasn't even the first line. Gas hooked it away. Goal!
0: The first goal of the semi-final is a Liverpool goal, and it's come down to Drogba, who this time is.
1: The fifth penalty taken for Chelsea in the final shootout. He's done.
0: Premier League season has officially wrapped up. We're going to do Premier League team grades. Going to go from alphabetical order, from Arsenal, all the way down to West Ham. Give our grades, give what we think, uh, how we think they did this season. Uh, and then we're going to move on and preview the FA Cup final this Saturday at 12.15pm Eastern time between Chelsea and Man United. Very big game. Game that I hold very dearly in my heart. Uh, do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Last time Chelsea played Man United in an FA Cup final, it produced one of my favorite Chelsea goals of all time, Didier Drogba, scoring an extra time uh, in 2007, I believe. It was Jose Mourinho's only FA Cup victory. Was that the last time you guys won the FA Cup? No, no, we won the FA Cup in 2012, right. and in 2010, and in 2008... Yeah, oh. yeah, we're we're pretty good in the FA Cup Javier. Okay. Arsenal Maybe. may have asserted their dominance as the yeah, FA I mean, Cup. Yeah, I are the
1: kings of the FA the Cup. The kings
0: of the FA Cup last year when they beat us. We 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 said that before the before that uh cup final that this would decide it. Uh but you know we 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 win an FA Cup here and there. All right. Uh but before we get to the FA Cup final, we're going to go uh starting with your beloved Arsenal. Uh what grade would you give for them for this season? And I, I I'm just to frame this for everyone listening. I'm considering all competitions, the season as a whole, like uh right. league league performance, cup performance, European performance, everything. What I think do you not, come away the season? Not
1: counting game? uh signings that we've made, just going purely on performance, I'm going to give them a D. Thought it was a pretty pretty horrendous season finished. Lowest lowest league finish Wenger in Wenger tenure. Uh one of the lowest points totals, if not the lowest points total in Wenger's tenure. We went out of the FA Cup early, you know. Didn't weren't as it wasn't in the Champions League. Still didn't do anything in the league, and you know, kind of petered out in the Europa League. Yeah, we went out to the eventual winners in Atletico Madrid, uh, who ended up winning three nothing today. But it it was it wasn't a great season other than signing Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan. Lacazette at the beginning and, of the season. And Lacazette at the beginning of the season. You know there hasn't been hasn't been too much to cheer about. So I'm looking forward to the future and. uh what do you, What grade do you have for us?
0: I, I have a C, and I guess I should probably start with this for each team as we go down the list, but I, I do want to mention that Arsenal did uh, finish in sixth place with 63 points. Yeah, that's uh, really bad. They scored 74 goals and conceded uh, 51.
1: 51 goals, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, not good, good enough. I
0: saw someone on Reddit, so I can't say that this is definitely a true stat, but someone on Reddit said that Arsenal have conceded, this season conceded the most goals that any side currently in the top six has conceded in a season the past like ten years or something.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it surprise me? I mean, we've we've got so abysmal performances.
0: And this isn't like a surprise. They've been it's been defensive issues have been plaguing Arsenal for a while. Yeah. Uh, that needs to be fixed if Arsenal are going to take any sort of step forward because the attack, as you can see, with the seventy four like, goals. You know, today looks there good.
1: was uh there was some news. Perhaps Arsenal uh build build came out with an article saying uh, we'd si- We may be very close to signing Socrates for twenty million pounds, which, tell you what, uh, which you would could... be a great great start to start rebuilding that. that defense. Pronounce his last name right now. Uh, Pessapatopoulos.
0: Peth, Peth, Pessapatopoulos. Pessapatopoulos. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a mouthful. But yeah, right. I mean, you know, things are looking up.
0: I don't know about that, but well, uh, <laughs> hopefully for you guys, hopefully. things are looking up. Moving on to Bournemouth, uh, they finished in 14th place in the table with 44 points. Uh, they scored 45 goals, conceded 61. Uh, I gave them a B. Yeah, I'm not a bad season, but... Uh... It just seemed like a. it's their third year in the Premier League. I feel like every team outside of the top, let's just say, seven or eight... Uh, I mean, hell, even Everton got pulled down this year. But every team outside of the top seven or eight... Is in danger every single year of being pulled into a relegation battle, and this is the third year in a row that Bournemouth have maybe looked uh, not great to start the season, but have eventually gotten in the flow of things and gotten their attacking rhythm uh, running by by mid-season, and they just they just go on they can go in cruise mode against the rest of the league, get to ten or eleven wins, which you which is you need nine or ten to stay away from relegation, and. They're just outside of that uh, that conversation of the relegation battle going into the last three or four weeks.
1: Yeah, I gave them actually a bit lower of a score. Um, I gave them a C. I thought that I thought they were actually a little bit disappointing. Uh, I thought Eddie Howe had been building on his first couple seasons, and I think this season they kind of regressed.
0: The signings weren't. I don't amazing. think, and they spent a good amount of money. They bought Ake. They brought in Defoe. Yeah, and it it seems like more of a institutional problem with their defense where. Ake, Asmir Begovic, both from Chelsea, obviously. Right. They, they were signings of like a little bit higher quality than the rest of their defense they had the first two years in the Premier League. Yet, uh, that's, that, their attacking style and their just defensive lapses just sort of like permeated the entire squad. It didn't matter if you had uh, good def- individual players right. in that back line. As a unit, they're still going to have holes open for good teams to be able to exploit. So yeah,
1: I just, I thought that anyhow,
0: you know, it, they didn't build on, on last season. I thought
1: they, last season they built on the season before, and I think this season they kind of regressed or kind of stayed the same. So
0: that's why I'm a little bit worried for them going into next season if if, if this pattern continues. Moving on to Brighton, one of the surprises, the delightful surprises of the Premier League this year. Uh, their final place was 15th with 40 points. Uh, they scored 34 goals Kind of low, but uh, I was surprised when I saw that. And they conceded 54. Honestly, looking at those stats and looking at their final league place, you'd think it was more of a struggle than it seemed to be. They didn't really seem in in doubt for most of the season. Like Huddersfield and Newcastle, the other two promoted teams. They started off pretty well, Brighton did. Right, but Huddersfield and Newcastle, they had stretches of the season where they were just abysmal for like a good month or two. And it looked like they could really get sucked into that. Uh, relegation battle. Brighton just looked like yes, they weren't doing amazingly against the top six teams, but e- every other game they were either winning or, or drawing. It was very rare where you saw them get absolutely laid over by an opponent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll agree with you. Uh, I'll agree with you there. I gave them a B, and I thought they had a fairly successful season. I thought they were going to stay up when I saw them come up. Um, they have a they have a good group of supporters, a good stadium, and. You know, I'm happy that they that they stayed up and
0: hopefully they can be here for a few more years. I gave them a B plus. Uh the the plus I'm I'm gonna say is for them being able to identify the the areas of the team that they needed to improve on, and that's mainly an attack when they came up to the Premier League. Uh going signing players like Izquierdo, Pascal Gross, Davy proper, players that could Maybe not against like the 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 real top top teams in the in the league, but against everyone else they they could pose an attacking threat uh I was a big fan of those signings, and Pascal Gross and jose Esquierdo especially uh when it came to end product, they really showed up this year, yeah, and I'm not sure if Glenn Murray was a signing from last season.
1: No, they had uh, him. I think but, they had uh, him
0: already, but they had bought him the season he just, before. He you know, he but, keeps going. He's 34, 35. And- I mean, one thing I'll, I'm going to say go before we move on uh, is that they're not going to get 13 or 14 goals from him again next season. No, so definitely they, not. They need to go out and they need to get go someone who can actually, uh, for the next couple of years to keep them in the Premier League, consistently score 15, 16 goals. Moving on to Burnley. Uh, final place, seventh. Who would who would a. Who would have saw that Europa League? Europa League. They're going to play playing in Europe next season. I think they they'll have to qualify, but there will be at least one European game at least in preseason and uh, turf more. They scored thirty six goals and conceded thirty nine. Uh, they really... only scored thirty six goals this season, and they finished in seventh place. That's really impressive, you know. Um, one nil. What a great result! I give them they... an A
1: plus because I thought they. They might have been in trouble uh, this year. You know, they didn't really make many signings in the window, um, and if they did, they, they you know they spent five million, ten million pounds here and there on a player, but they didn't make any big money signings. And then they uh, Chris Wood, they not had, big uh, money, but right. it was
0: a significant signing.
1: But he was injured for about half the season. They had their starting goalkeeper out for almost the entire year. Nick Pope ended up being revelation.
0: They lost Michael Keane before the season. Right. Uh, there was Everton. it was
1: it looked like they might be in trouble, but Sean Dyche. I mean, I have to give him, you know, he he must have been very close behind Pep Guardiola for manager of the season, um, which I think it was announced today that Pep Guardiola won that. So I give them an A+. I thought they were awesome. Um, they were, last year they were abysmal away from home. I think they only won one game. Right, right and this the year they're, uh, I think, sixth in the form chart in a way. So they, they were fantastic away from home. They were still very solid at home and like you said they didn't score many goals but their defense was fantastic and even when they played
0: badly they seemed to be still getting draws yeah and... they 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 have this ability where we we knew before we knew since last season that they're very capable defensively uh but where we kind of doubted Burnley going into the season was their ability to go forward and get like timely goals get goals uh after sitting back for 60 70 minutes but This season, uh, I remember a game at Southampton earlier in the season when it wasn't so apparent how poor Southampton were going to be this year. Uh, They both seemed like mid-table teams where Southampton were out playing Burnley. Burnley were sitting very deep in that low block and suddenly around the 65th, 70th minute, Burnley just exploded out of their, their very low block started playing more attacking, started getting on the front foot, and Sam Voke scored with something like 10 minutes left to go. And that 1-0 that, that away result just kind of encapsulated the kind of performances they were putting on all season, where even if their opponents were technically playing better than them, they knew okay we can hold out even if we're down 1-0 we can at least get a draw out of this maybe even get two goals
1: and who knows where they could have finished up they had a they had a pretty big injury crisis midway through the season which was a kind of a reason why they went on that dip of form yeah, but as that's soon why as they them got them
0: the A+ plus. I gave them the A because they
1: because they had that dip but I think they have an excuse for that you know I think they lost a bunch of their players Chris Wood uh you know Stephen Ward their best players were Robbie out Brady. yeah we're all out injured and uh, once those players came back into the squad, Burnley again were you know a, a force to be reckoned with and, and were, were competing against every single team they were playing against. So I don't fault you for
0: giving them an A plus. I, was I thought they did great this year. Well, obviously uh, my only A plus is for Man City. But, yeah. you know Burnley are the the, the next best uh, shout for an A plus grade. Chelsea, final place, fifth place, 70 points, scored 62 goals, conceded 38. Not great, Bob. <laughs> no, no, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Forget the name of the movie, but that was just like my dad just walked up to and he goes, "What do you think of Chel? What do you think of that Chelsea result after we lost three 0 to Newcastle this weekend?" He just sort of let the season peter out. I was just like, "Not great, Dad." Yeah, <laughs> like, it just wasn't great. Like it's just too many times where uh, in big games, in important games, and also in I
1: think that that Man City game was kind of the game. Where it seemed like the one where the one where De Bruyne, you know, where where they won, yeah, you guys were in the game, and it seemed like you guys had you guys had a game plan. You guys were playing decently at
0: least. We had a game plan until the twenty-somethings minute when Morata went out injured, but yeah. And
1: then you know that De Bruyne goal, it, it, it seemed to send you guys into a downward spiral, and it kind of shot them to, to you know. That was that was the game that pushed them over the hump. That, that was like, all right.
0: We're gonna go win this league. Man. That was the changing of the guard. That right. was we beat them twice last season. We were the first team to ever do the double over Pep Guardiola, uh, or Pep Guardiola's side. It, we we were we were the gatekeepers for them, and obviously we didn't prove to be the actual title contenders that people might have thought we were earlier in the season. Because honestly, compared compared to the, how the second half of the season has gone the first half of the season Chelsea looked warm, like they yeah. were pretty set, dead set on top four and right. being like slightly below Manchester United and Manchester City and then it all just went to shit with a couple of da- bad injuries and just everyone everyone's form dropping off a cliff
1: yeah that's why I give you guys a D I, I thought yeah, this is a pretty abysmal season. I think
0: I have a C minus. It was a, it's a transitional season. I, I think it will be viewed as a transitional season, but it's a C minus because they didn't get top four.
1: Yeah, I mean I'll put a caveat on I think if you guys win the FA Cup then it goes up to like a C minus season, but I don't Yay. I, Right, I don't think that's <laughs> gonna be I don't think it's gonna be that big of a difference if you win or not the FA Cup, depending on how people are gonna look at this season. I think it's gonna be a failure either way. It'll just be like, did you did you get a little bit of, uh, did you get a nice little cappuccino with some whipped cream on the side uh, okay. after you failed or not,
0: you know? Putting the metaphors aside for a second, I'll just say that this season's a failure if we don't win the FA Cup. And if we do win the FA Cup, it's like a relative failure. Because you want to keep winning trophies even when you're not playing well. That just shows the sign, that's just a sign of a winning team. As long as you're winning stuff every year, I mean, yes, all right, top the four, FA Cup top is not four like, you need. For a club like Chelsea... The well, FA,
1: yeah, I mean that is about where you guys belong. But the, the FA Cup is, I would say, you have been overachieving in the last. The you know, FA Cup is, I would so. say,
0: like a, the third most important competition in Chelsea's uh, schedule every year. Now it's the second most important because obviously we don't have Champions League. But you know, I would say it's it's equivalent to the Europa League, winning the Europa League. But the Europa League has a little bit more value to it because you obviously get a Champions League place if you win it. Um, but yeah, my goal my goals I set for Chelsea this season were make top four, keep Antonio Conte, beat a a big club in the Champions League, which we did not do. Obviously, if we had beaten Barcelona and then been knocked out by someone else, I would have been pretty happy with that. Um, and then win like an FA Cup or a League Cup or something. And if they win uh, if they win the FA Cup and they keep Antonio Conte, that's two of those four things. But it looks like they might not they might not get any of those you know Conte might be gone
1: I think Conte Uh, will be gone and I think you're gonna lose the FA Cup okay
0: we'll get to that in a second uh Crystal Palace final place 11th place who would have thought after seven games uh they finished on 44 points scored 45 goals and conceded 55 I had a B for them
1: gosh Arsenal conceded only
0: four less goals than Crystal Palace this year fewer goals
1: that's that's
0: terrible. Yeah, it's not great. Not great, Bob. Uh what what grade did you have for them?
1: Uh, Crystal Palace? You gave them a B, huh? No, I gave them a C because of those first seven games, because of that whole Frank DeBoer. and you know. So they, what this they comes down that, to is... they have that craziness in them that that you know, you never know what's going to happen with Crystal Palace next year. You so know? what
0: this comes down to is that you're a pessimist and I'm an optimist.
1: <laughs> no, they should have done better this year. They had a, they have a squad
0: of players. I agree. Where I agree. But they, they should have they...
1: never lost their first seven games, not scoring a goal, and they shouldn't have hired a terrible manager like that. And you know, they, they, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have gotten zero points with no Wilfred Zaha in the team. They didn't pick up one point this year when Zaha wasn't in the team. So is it's, that true? It is. Every they
0: did not pick up. You'd be willing to risk a pinky for that. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, they have not picked up one point this season with Wilfred Zaha not in the team. That is pretty damning. Yeah,
0: I, I was not aware of that. So,
1: if Wilson Zaha goes, careful, Balas. Well, careful what
0: happens because they he he's gonna get some suitors this summer. Newsflash, good players win you games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look at this from a, like a positive standpoint the the backroom staff at crystal palace royally fucked up by hiring frank de boer and on top of that hired him asked him to shift crystal palace to a more dutch passing free flowing attack kind of style yeah, those that are they thought they could do <laughs> but then the only player they brought in to help to help do that was ruben loftus cheek like they had no other ma- major signings last yeah, summer. And he
1: got hurt to be fair. Yeah, I mean, so he did. Zaha. He's he's pretty injured so been There there was a time when they were playing like
0: Soiree, but the reason I get Townsend the, the, and the, well, no, Soiree, he's been out for more than a year from the car crash he suffered. He's he may never play again. Oh, okay. Pape Soiree, Remember that last season? He got in a really bad car crash and like had to be helicoptered to a hospital. Who am almost I thinking? died. I who's,
1: the, who's their backup striker that they play?
0: Oh, uh Sako. Sacco. Yeah. Yeah. That was as far as the left back. Yeah, I got mixed got up. And they got Van the, to uh, I got mixed him. up with the S's there. But they, they 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 start with a seven game head start to the rest of their opponents. They give their opponents just seven games to get points. It's like most teams would be screwed. But luckily they happened to They also had a really hard start to the season. They did. That that's that's
1: they had kind of they fair. played they, like they, they had played like four or five of the top. Six teams, and then after that, they
0: had a pretty easy run for Hodgson. So, but they did lose to like Southampton in that time. Right. They lost a couple. They lost to like, Huddersfield in the opening day, three nil at home. Like, it just was not. It was they, they weren't looking good, and they were losing games uh, by big margins. And the but way it does Roy say Hodgson, something that both
1: of us thought they were
0: going to stay up. You know, we both thought once Roy, were came stay up.
1: Right, once Roy Hodgson right, to Roy Hodgson because they had up. the players. So they had the players. They had the infrastructure. That's why I think they had a they had a pretty crummy season. That's why I give them a C and not a B. I think a B would have been, would mean that they had a pretty good season overall.
0: I think they had a pretty good season overall. All they right. were a fun team to watch. They finished in eleventh, Javier eleventh.
1: Yeah, they got their biggest win ever, five yeah. five nil.
0: Yeah, Everton spent big last summer, got pulled into a relegation battle, hired Big Sam. Bored us all to death and ended up in eighth place. You know,
1: that, you know it's a bad season when you need to, when you need to pick up Big Sam off, yeah. of his,
0: uh, off of his couch to save you. They finished with 49 points, scored 44 goals, and conceded 58. After last summer, I thought, this is the, this is the summer where Ronald Koeman, uh, he's got his money, he's got the players he needs, and they're going to push on and maybe challenge, make it a top seven, a lot of people were saying. That's what... People thought might happen, and then I think it's fair to say that next to Crystal Palace, they had the worst start to the season. Yeah, they, they had were awful. An awful start. They, they were in the
1: relegation zone for till. They
0: November. were conceding. They were conceding four or five goals left and right. Michael Keane looked out of sorts. Pickford couldn't uh, couldn't come and contend for yeah, like, crosses. We were on was... a bad run, and we we
1: put five past them. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, everything's good again. Yeah. We played Everton. It, it wasn't a good start. They When they when they did play against teams that were, quote-unquote, lesser than them, it was just boring, and they'd maybe win 1-0 right. or one one nil nil something. It was just unconvincing. So eventually that forces Komen to leave. And honestly, credit to them compared to some of the other teams in the Premier League that we'll get to, Southampton and West Brom, uh, for example. Uh, they got rid of Komen pretty quickly. Bring in Big Sam. It wasn't great to watch, but, you know... They finish in eighth. You know <laughs> that's that's more money than they probably would have gotten because you know it is it is scaled right. in the Premier League based off of what place you finish in. I, I, one thing I, I gave them I gave them a C because it obviously just went so tits up and so many of their signings didn't end up end up working out. Even Sigurdsson, you could say, hasn't really like he's played well under Big Sam, but. Hasn't really like really fully in, in, ingrained himself as like a as good of a player as he was at Swansea. Davy Klassen has been just a non-factor. Uh, Sangre Ramirez, the striker they signed from Spain, he was on loan in January. Yeah, this, this doesn't sound like a C season. This this
1: sounds like a DRF. I mean, I gave them a D. I thought you know well, the, for eighth the money they finish. spent. Yeah, the 8th place finish, but that, that that was that was a very lucky 8th place finish with 49 points. That's a really low points total be finishing 8th place. And I think a team like Everton that's that's horrible for them. They need to be finishing in either in that last Europa League spot every time if not challenging for the top 6, you know, for 5th and 6th place where the, that's where they've been the last, you know, 5 6 years consistently for such a big drop off to happen when so much money was spent. Um I think that's just it was a it was a completely lost season for Everton. They 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 didn't really get get anything from this year. You know you didn't you didn't really see players develop. You know you had that horrible injury to Seamus Coleman at the beginning of the year, and, and you know he's come back at the end of this year, and they've looked they've looked they've looked pretty decent since he's come back. You know defensively, it looks like Big Sam's shorn up the defense, but
0: he's gone frickin'. by the way. It was yeah, nice he's, today. He's yeah. left the club. They're
1: gonna they're gonna need a
0: lot. Good they're gonna need them. a new
1: manager. They're gonna need new signings, new ideas, and I mean.
0: I don't know if I would have watched another season of Big Sam oh, coaching God. Everton.
1: I, I, all the Evertonians wanted them out. Wanted yeah. them out.
0: So, moving on, moving on to Huddersfield, uh, they secured Premier League safety at Stamford Bridge. It was a great occasion for them. I was butthurt, hurt to say the least, but you know it was, it was good to see someone having a good time at Stamford Bridge this year. Because yeah, God knows Chelsea weren't. Uh, weren't I think I think all time. of us thought
1: Hartfordshire were going to go down.
0: They finished in Most people did. 16th place with 37 points. They scored 28 goals. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. Uh conceded 58. They they scored vital goals in home games against relegation candidates when it meant when it mattered most.
1: Yeah. They they were, they were great at home and yeah. that's what got them through this.
0: Uh I think the the absolute watershed moment for them this season was the home win against Man United, much much earlier this season. Because I thought they were going to go through the whole year just getting pasted by the top six clubs, and for the most part they did. I think they lost five or six nil at Arsenal, correct? Right. We beat them three nil in, in at Huddersfield. I gave them a B minus because you know they stayed up. That's good.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I gave them a B because I. I
0: but it's spent a, a lot anything, of money in the process. Anything
1: less than staying up was, you know, was a failure for them. But I think staying up was was really good for them. And you know, if they can stay one more year in the Premier League, I think that'll be good for them. I think it's
0: going to be really hard for them next year. If they can keep David Wagner one more year, if he because he leaves this summer, they're immediately in my bottom three. Like, right. He, that's it. Because I think they're still going to be in everyone's bottom three next year. You know. Well,
1: if Fulham, Wolves, and Cardiff come up, then. I think a lot of people are still going I think to be Cardiff will them.
0: be a favorite to go back. Yeah, Cardiff, to right
1: back you know down. Huddersfield, and probably one other team in there that will that will will you know. So we'll much of that
0: depends on what those promoted teams do, do. in the yeah, summer definitely. because, and especially with Huddersfield, Bristol, and Newcastle, uh, maybe less so Newcastle because they didn't spend really much that summer. Huddersfield and Bristol spent a good amount of money last summer in preparation of competing in the Premier League. Obviously, it worked out, but you wonder are their owners going to be willing to push on and spend more? What? Bristol. Bristol? Bristol. Brighton, sorry. <laughs> Brighton. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Brighton and Albion, they yeah. spend a lot of money. Right, Brighton uh, did, okay. Th- uh, yeah, whatever. I get mixed up in my British cities sometimes. It's fine, it happens. Um, it's like my S's in Southampton. I, <laughs> I, just, I just worry about those teams, whether they're going to do the same thing this summer and strengthen even further, because... If they don't, if they don't continue to make that a habit, then they will go down. We've seen it with the likes of Sunderland and Swansea. So uh, moving on, Leicester City, I gave them a B. They finished in ninth place, 47 points, scored 56 goals. Some of the best goals that we've seen this season. Jamie Vardy won goal of the season for his goal against West Brom.
1: You're, you're being very generous with these grades. Uh, I don't know how you can give Leicester City a B. They spent, you know, well, upwards you know, of 130, 140 million pounds, and kept Mares and Vardy another year, and they, they didn't build on their season. They 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 got worse. They had to fire their coach mid season. You know, they. Do you think they
0: were worse this year than last year? I mean, last I, year they were in a relegation battle. I they, they just they, they got to the Champions League quarterfinals. Yeah, but, that I was mean, okay. They, forty the, their points total is finishing
1: in ninth place with what did you say forty seven points.
0: 40, uh yeah 47 points
1: that's, that's not good enough for the amount of money they spent the players they have I I you know that's 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 just not anywhere close to where they want to be they want to be pushing for the champions league definitely getting a Europa league spot battling it out with everton Burnley should not have been you know, they, they that we were company. battling it out with everton <laughs> I'm saying for the Europa league spot both of those teams I think just had really bad seasons this year you know they didn't show up as much as they should have. They weren't good good at home against the big teams. They weren't hard to beat. And yeah, they did pretty they had
0: decent results against some of the worst teams at home. But no, they, they beat Tottenham at home earlier this season. They drew United beat Just, beat you guys. Yeah, everyone beat us. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. Like everybody. everyone except
0: Chelsea. Right. <laughs> everyone
1: except Chelsea. <laughs> right. Um but yeah, I, uh, I, was I gave agree with C
0: minus. C minus. I thought they had a pretty good year. That's harsh. I would have said C minus for last year. But what did they do this year? They didn't do anything. They didn't. I think Claude who well Clark step up. What
1: players have like come up, developed in their this year? Like there really hasn't been much. That you
0: can say not many. Damari Gray's definitely developed. He's become a bit, he's become more of a threat.
1: Kalechi Kollechi Ihanacho turned last it on few
0: games. turned it on for the last couple of games of the season. The players that I'm really interested to see, and the reason I'm not I'm not that worried about Mara's leaving is. They'll have the money from that sale to go out and maybe get like a Wilfred Zaha, someone I've thrown around a lot, right. as someone who would fit really well there in Puel's system, if they keep him. It's not even sure yet if they're going to keep him. But then in midfield, they still have Vicente Abora, uh, Adrian Silva, uh, Wilfred and Ndidi. That's a... Outside of the top six, that's one of the better midfields in the league. That's better than Everton's midfield, for sure. And you know, it's keeping those players healthy and in the right, uh, the right kind of form, and in the right kind of system for them to excel, Ebora had a good amount of goals this year. Adrian Silva never really really had the chance after that whole deadline day saga, like saga of getting his transfer papers in thirty seconds too late and not being able to play till January. If he had a full season, who knows how uh, how much further along this team could have been? I I, I think it's definitely a transitional season, but it was kind of a lost they, season. For they're they're going to have to be shooting for Europa League. I right. agree with you next season. Um, yeah. B for me, UFC minus Liverpool. Can you go any lower than a,
1: I can't, I mean, I want to give them an a plus, but that's only really if they win the champions league. Right. I think I might give them an a, you know, if they lose the Champions League final, that's still a great achievement getting to the final and, and getting top four. Also preseason signing, getting someone like Nabi Keita a year beforehand. I mean, they they lost Coutinho midway through the season. I think a lot of people. I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna affect them. I actually thought that was gonna have a positive effect, and it did. Uh, it balanced out the team more. It allowed them to bring in someone like Van Dijk, and I think that's just it's done them a world of wonders. I think also oxlade Chamberlain coming into form. You know, uh, I think Klopp has shown that he can be trusted with money. You know, I I made fun of him for going out and spending, you know, 40 plus 10 on oxlade Chamberlain, but that was well worth the money and it seems like, you know, they've they've made more than that back in spades getting to this Champions League final. So, good for them. Uh I give them, you know, Salah broke the the goal scoring record over the weekend. He he finally yep. broke it, got his 32nd goal. Broke Thierry Henry, Suarez and um
0: Cristiano Ronaldo Cristiano now. Cristiano Ronaldo sure. yeah, Four sure. players were on 31. Yeah. But, it, was, uh, it was a bogey number for everyone right I will mention Liverpool finished in fourth place with 75 points they scored 84 goals conceded 38 um,
1: that's really good 38 conceded for you know a what was a very leaky uh back line the first half of the year um, yeah they scored you know they've really
0: improved I think I think they scored 22 more goals than Chelsea and conceded the same amount.
1: and Chelsea had a Relatively good defense this year. You know, a lot of people were praising Rudiger and Espliqueta, saying, you know, they could be in, in in the conversation for team of the season, you know, in back line. You know, they both had pretty solid seasons. And,
0: I, I you know, Liverpool, you, you'd have to put Van Dijk up there too, right? Second half of the season, certainly. Um, I, I don't have the exact stats of how many of those 38 goals in the league they conceded before January. But once Van Dijk came in, uh, he certainly settled things down for them. And uh, another huge factor in their success has to be how much of a fortress uh, Anfield has been. And it's it's always been a tough place to play. It's always been a tough place to play. But they've turned that into an assumption now that you're not going to win when you go to Anfield. That's just not happening. The best you can hope for is a draw. draw, And every team that goes in thinking we're going to shock Liverpool, we're going to surprise them, and we're going to come out with a win, usually ends up getting ran off the park. You can see Man City. Didn't learn that from that lesson the first time in the Premier League, <laughs> and got and got their asses kicked the second time when they went there in the Champions League. Uh, so great season for Liverpool. Uh, also important that they retain top four. That's the first time since I want to say two thousand nine or two thousand ten that or uh,
1: that they go back to back that they that it. they've yeah.
0: retained it. I don't quote me on those years. It's been it's just been a good while since they've gotten into the top four and not dropped out for the following year or two. Manchester City. First place, 100 points, first time ever in the English top flight. Obviously, they uh, only switched from two points for wins to three points back in, I want to say 1993, 94, something like that, or maybe it was a bit earlier, but that was a pretty recent development. But, you know, this isn't a Premier League record. Well, it is, but it's an English top flight record, 100 points, never been done before. Uh, obviously, you can go on for a while just t- talking about their records. They scored 106 goals. That's a Premier League record. They conceded 27. Uh, that's not a record, but, but you know. the, best, that, best, defense that's the, the best defense in the league. That's the best defense in the league because you can't get the ball off them. Um, oh, yeah, it's the best defense in the league by one. United uh, conceded 28. Okay, very interesting. What more do you have to say about Man City's season?
1: Just the manner that they did it, you know. This has got to be in the top three Premier League teams of all time. Um, You know, definitely has a conversation for being the best. I think the manner that that they won, I think just how the goals that they scored, so many beautiful goals were scored this season, so many one-touch, you know, with the whole team involved, so many, you know, picture moments. And Gabriel Jesus just winning it with the last kick of the season – it was very Aguero esque, um, you know, when he won it with that last kick of the season. You know, this game didn't matter, but just getting that hundred points and, you know, it, it literally in the ninety third minute, like, the, the, it was three minutes of extra time from a De Bruyne pass. From a De Bruyne
0: pass, forty fifty yards down got, the field that got De Bruyne the assist. The assist lead.
1: record, right? Not or not record, record, but he the won lead the for right, the, the lead for the assist season. It was kind of low actually this year, sixteen, but. You know, because city gets so evenly distributed. Right, they had they they had the top four players. Sonny had fifteen at the end of the year. I think it's fair to say. He almost
0: picked it up. You you, you can say one of the three best Premier League uh, sides of all time. I think it's fair to say they are head and shoulders the best attacking team in Premier League history. Definitely, you can't argue. And the goals obviously prove that. Yeah, but when you look at the other teams that you consider in the best overall teams, uh, the Arsenal Invincibles team they were good. They were a great attacking team. But they had they were a defensively solid team, and they right. they were a more complete team. Chelsea were a very defensive counter-attacking team. Uh, United, good attacking teams, but you know Peter Schmeichel and Gold. they had. Yeah, that Tevez,
1: Rooney. I'm not. I'm talking. I'm talking
0: about the '99. Uh, oh, you're talking about the other team. one. Okay. See, yeah. I would. I, mean, that's I would say United's that the- best team of all time, the treble-winning team.
1: Yeah, but I would say that 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 that, that two thousand seven two thousand eight team has an argument as well. I mean, because it's up, they it's were, up there. They but were, it's, they it's they not were, United's
0: greatest team of all time. Ninety nine treble winning team. I'm. It probably
1: was. It probably was. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just,
0: I'm just saying that's what many people would point to. Uh, yeah, Man City by far out of those of uh, that selection, theirs is the best attacking team for sure. Moving on to Man United, they finished in second place with 81 points. Any other year that probably would have been good enough to challenge fourth. for the title? No. 81 points? Yeah,
1: there was there was a couple of years where there were multiple teams getting 80 plus points in the league. Now, that was that was when there was more of a top
0: 4 than it was a top 6. I think Leicester won the league with like 83, 84 points.
1: That was the lowest points total in a really long time. Most of the time Most of the time the champion has 87 to 89 points.
0: Okay, here's the thing. They finished this was on, not finished, this was not a title winning they finished, close they season. finished on That's 81 ridiculous. points but the reason they didn't get more is because man city were so dominant and the t- title race was settled
1: also man united if World it had War. been a
0: closer t- title race they would have had more motivation, and they would have been fighting for a title. They probably would have ended with 87-88.
1: I don't think so. I think Manchester United. I think they is, would have
0: maybe won no. games at Huddersfield. I think and West they West
1: overachieved West. this year. Whatever. I think, I think, I think, scored I think they scored sixty-eight
0: goals. They yeah. conceded twenty-eight goals. One of the That's best really defenses good. in the league.
1: Yeah, that was to wa- While hell.
0: having absolute garbage personnel in their back line. Although, right. Sorry to uh, Antonio hell. Valencia. He's, uh, he's 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 exempt. Ashley on play pretty well this year too. Ashley, yeah, but he's a stopgap for sure. He's garbage too, but. I have B-plus for them.
1: Yeah, Step I have a B-plus right too. Um, I, 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 but like I said, I want to say, you know, B-plus for Manchester United's not good. You know, they need to be having A, A-plus seasons. If you're spending $200 million going out and getting all the best players in the world, you have one of the top five managers in the world, you need to be winning trophies, you need to be at the top of the league, you need to be doing well in the Champions League— that's what the standard. Manchester United is the biggest club in the world, or the second biggest club in the world. They have how to be doing high better you,
0: than this. How high do you bump their grade up to if they win the FA Cup this weekend? No, I think I'm assuming they're winning the FA Cup. That's why I'm giving them a B plus. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm. Uh, I don't think that they're. You know, I think that if not, then the season should be like maybe a B minus. I think finishing second is generous to them. I mean, they deserve it because the other teams in the Premier League weren't weren't quite there results wise. But I think they got. There was a lot of games that they were fairly lucky, and you know the style that they did it. They were so boring. I mean, how Very, many times? Really was what, how many times was what, like these United games? You know that they won one nil, two one. It was like watching paint dry. You oh, know yeah. there was
0: there was this. Let me was, juice you to my there, friend Jose Mourinho. I mean, that's, that's I mean, just, that's what I mean there was does. a lot of
1: United fans that weren't happy. And you can't say that that's a successful season when at the end of the season a bunch of fans are unhappy, calling for his head. You know, players like Pogba were benched. You know, Alexis hasn't performed in this system. Martial was dropped. There was a lot of Rashford's uh, development stunted. uh, There seemed to be a lot of injuries to the back line. There was just a lot of interruptions and a lot of things that didn't go well this year for Manchester United. That I think if they had gone well, you know, we could be talking about them in another light. But, you know... I think you got to give them another year. I think Mourinho is going to do his butcher work, probably send four or five more players out, bring four or five more players in, spend another 200 million and you know, we'll see what United do next year, but I I I I think that, you know, this was a relatively poor season for them, finishing second and winning the FA Cup. That'll be good for how badly, you know, they played and that'll be a relatively successful season for the quality of, you know, gameplay that they've been putting out every week.
0: I just think they made the most of a situation that they really couldn't have done anything else. They couldn't really have done any better, to be honest. Maybe there's a few points here and there that they should have won, but there was no way they were going to challenge for the title this year. Now that we know what Man City were going to do, like, even if Man United had had gelled perfectly, played really well together, they still would have ended up maybe 10 points behind City. They ended up 19 points behind Man City.
1: Yeah, if they'd, if they'd ended up
0: 9 or 10 points behind City, I would have been, been, been impressed. But that would have been the absolute like, peak, like A-plus for their season, that would have been. And playing well in the Champions League and That's winning an FA plus Cup. That's B-plus, I think, is fair. That, like, well, we both have B-plus, so let's right. let's move on. Uh, Newcastle United, they finish in 10th place with 44 points. They scored 39 goals and conceded 47 Rafa Benitez has worked miracles with this team. I have a B-plus for them. Uh, th- there was a time there around Christmas and around uh, January, the transfer window. They weren't making any moves. There was no investment going into the, into the squad. They so didn't make any moves. Well, they eventually, uh, during the last like couple of days of the window, went and got Kennedy, went and got uh, Slomani, who didn't end up really even he didn't contributing yeah. that much. The, the MVP has to be given to Rafa Benitez for this squad, you know that he's he's developed a lot of players and put them in positions to succeed that not many other managers would have. And he's taken, he's taken, a, he took a lot of criticism for certain results earlier in the season, where like Man City at home, where they they lost one nil but they played very negatively. They didn't really even look to try and get forward because his entire focus was... Did LaSalle make it into the England squad? Uh, No, he did not. Okay. But Rafa Rafa Benitez's entire focus in those games against much, much better teams uh, earlier in the season, I want to say, was to not let his goal difference be absolutely destroyed so that they could position themselves, even if everyone else lost to Man City and Liverpool and teams like that, he knew that he could position himself as in the slightly above them going into this home run stretch of the season, and they, he, they would have a significantly better goal difference. That ended up being... Uh, they obviously hit a very, very rich vein of form, and that team ended up coming together over the last two or three months with wins against Arsenal, United, Chelsea, all at home. I think B-plus is fair. It, very, very close to an A season. Uh, if they hadn't had the early season struggles, I probably would have given them an A.
1: Yeah, I gave them a B plus two. I thought they had a great season. Rafa did a good job. And uh, I think John Joe Shelby being out for most of the year hurt them. I think when Was he, he out for most of the year? He was. I think he only played something like seven or eight games this year. No. and He um, played way
0: more than that. He's played for the last, like, four or five months. Yeah, so I guess he, he played around 30 games or he, so. He was like the metronome in midfield for them. He was very much the uh, all-action... Uh, releasing players further up the field, kind of player. They've they've found a Premier League starter for many many years in him. Where like he was doing well in the Championship last year for them, but now he's proven that after failed, failing to break into Liverpool's squad, playing okay at Swansea when he was there, but not really being like a, a surefire like every week kind of starter. He he's he was even talked about for the England squad and and didn't make the cut. Yeah, th- I think that team for the resources the lack of resources that they were given by their owner they did very very well uh moving on to southampton i have f for them and this is a point of contention between us as we were preparing to do this. Yeah, it's kind of
1: harsh i have uh i've c minus you know they didn't have a great season but i think that they considering how bad of a season they had i think staying up is an okay result for them you know and they had a really off year. They didn't make that many good signings. They lost, you know, their best defender midway through the season, didn't really replace him. So, uh, you know, I think they kind of got lucky to stay up. And
0: I think that's why I give them a C-. The reason I give them an F is because they kept Maurizio Pellegrino for far too long. It's between them and West Brom when they, even West Brom, managed to fire their, their regional manager. And they brought in Alan Pardew and kept him for too long. It's between West Brom and Southampton for the waiting too long to make a move award. And that that can get you killed. And it almost did for Southampton. And this is a team that for the past three or four years has been mid-table, eighth place, the t- kind of position that Leicester and uh, Everton are in. And they have players of that quality when they're at their best. But they just refuse to part ways with a manager who was just, he he he, he just was completely inept in getting... Players like Buffal, Redmond, Tadic, Charlie Austin, who was injured, I'll admit, Gabby Edini. those are like decent. Those are decent attacking players. They're not anyone that you'd like want to go out there and get you like help you win a trophy. They're not going to go out there and be starting players in the the real top six sides. But it's better than the rest of some of the garbage you have down at the bottom of the Premier League. And just to see like the the team sheets some week, some weeks that uh, they would put out on paper, looked amazing, but they just couldn't get it right, no matter how they shifted it and changed it. And it was just a real struggle. And just, I don't know
1: about amazing, but they looked okay. And no, I'm they're going to have the, to make the, some signings. The team cause... sheets
0: still look pretty good. Like, if they didn't make any signings this summer and they brought in a new manager with, well, they're probably going to bring in a new manager because Mark Hughes is going to be out. They
1: would definitely be in relegation trouble again.
0: I, I don't know. I think you can see a few of those players developing a bit, like Mario Lamina. I think overall had a very good season. They need to make, they need to make, they need to make some season. new changes for their backline. They need to find a goalie. They Alex McCarthy is their goalie now. I, I'm just telling you, he's going to be their goalie. He's he was absolutely fantastic for them when he came in, and for has been ever too. since. I don't no, know, he like, has been for the, down, down the whole stretch. He's one of the main right. reasons they stayed I mean, up.
1: I don't. I think that they'll struggle if they don't make any signings next year. But I we'll mean, see. okay, I'm. I'm you're, you're hypothetical, I know. I'm, being,
0: I'm playing a hypothetical situation here. But, um, yeah, they finished in 17th point place with 36 points. They scored 37 goals, not good enough. Uh, conceded 56. They had a run in the middle of the season of one win in 21 games. That's uh, not going to cut it. Moving on from one disappointment to another, Stoke City, final place, uh, 19th. With thirty three points, Good they, s- rated. they scored thirty five goals and conceded sixty eight, joint worst in the league with West Ham. Yeah, they got an F from me. Yeah, they uh they they got an F from me too. They are
1: they deserve to go down, and I hope to not see them come back up for a long time.
0: Which players in their squad right now are Premier League players? Shakiri that's it. Maybe Shawcross, Zuma. Zuma. Zuma was injured for a big part of the year. Chupamoting. Maybe. Played for a good amount of years at Shalk. Butland, do we say? Yeah, Butland. Did you say Shawcross? Yeah. I don't think Shawcross is anymore.
1: He could play on like Cardiff. I a think he was one, he was or...
0: one of the weakest links of their team throughout the season. He was trash, as we say, in uh off mic situations. But yeah, they 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 they're they're an example of players that maybe look nice when you're playing FIFA and look nice on paper, but you've never really seen many of Stoke players really put it together consistently for a 38-game season and really have consistent success. Uh, Apart from Shaqiri, he'll move on, hopefully, to another Premier League club. I, I would hate to see him leave the Premier League and go like to Germany or somewhere like that. But moving on to Swansea, they finished in 18th place, relegation zone, uh, 33 points, they scored 28 goals and conceded 56. They were as high as 13th place with eight games to go and capitulated. They scored something like three or four goals in their last eight games.
1: Yeah, Rose plays in Carlos Carvajal over this year.
0: Yeah. They, so what a uh, great job he'd done. He uh, he got wins against Arsenal and Liverpool at home. Right. They,
1: what went wrong Huge
0: there? results. Then they lost at Manchester United. And Jose Mourinho uh, big-upped him and was like, oh, oh, Cavalial, he's a great Portuguese manager. And they just all went to shit. Um, I, have a, I have a D for them. They've been in the kind of position that Sunderland had been for a couple of years before they were relegated last year, where for these last two or three seasons, Swansea have just been... Patching holes. S- yeah, exactly. Slowly just deteriorating in their style of play that they've been so uh, well-known for for the last couple of years. The the quality of players they were signing.
1: Yeah, much like Stoke. They really went away from their identity. Stoke used to be this defensive, big, you know, good at set Early. piece team. They they went to like an attacking style and they they kinda got mixed between those two and, and got lost. You and couldn't know? make it work. They didn't have a game plan every game. I think the kind of the same thing happened to Swansea. They they kind of tried to patch holes by, by loaning uh Tammy Abraham and Renato Sanchez, and Tammy Abraham was I would say he was a decent loan for them, but Renato Sanchez they didn't really in, work. And they brought
0: in Tammy Abraham, expecting him to be their 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 guy, talisman, yeah, their center forward, and he's he just isn't ready. They ended up having to yet. play Wilford Bonnie a bunch of games. Well, and- they they ended up having to go and get Andre Ayew in January to pair with Jordan Ayew, and it started well when he first came back, where like the team was playing well attacking wise, as we mentioned when they got up to thirteenth. But once the goals just dried up for those those two or three players that were consistently helping them score. The rest of the team couldn't really make up for the lack of goals. They found themselves in a similar position to uh Southampton. Uh I had D did I say that already? What a, yeah, yeah, I have what, I have an F. F. Um,
1: you know, I, I think any team that goes down I don't It's got to it. be a uh, it's got to be a really
0: bad season. So They got a bit lucky at the end of the, the end of this or a bit unlucky at the end of the season where, you know, they draw that game at home against Southampton yeah. instead of lose 1-0 and they're probably they're probably going through. Definitely. They're probably staying. Definitely, but League. I
1: think that with the start that they had, it, it it's massive disappointment for them to be
0: going down. Tottenham finished in third place, retaining top four for the third season in a row. They had seventy seven points, scored seventy four goals, and conceded thirty six. I have an A minus for them because I think the real the real measure for, of success for Tottenham this year was going to be obviously top four, but that, but that's kind of assumed for them at this point. I think, or it should be assumed. Um, I don't think it's assumed. I think that a lot of people questioned whether they were going to be in the top four. Very to true. I mean, going into this hindsight's 2020, 20, I guess, but going into the season, Wembley was seen as kind of a, a mountain to overcome. Right. People thought, well, they're not going. They're probably not going to do that well this year. They're going to be at a mm-hmm. stadium that they don't do well,
1: and and they ended up doing pretty well at Wembley. It still ended up being a home home ground for them, and you know, I think that they they still move forward as a team this year. I think I'm, I'm going to give them an A minus two. I thought they had those big wins uh in the Champions League. They, yeah, but I was going to uh, say
0: they didn't have the real real big win in the Champions League. They I had Juve in their group. They got unlucky
1: against Juventus.
0: They had unlucky? They,
1: yeah, they they outplayed them for 75 to 80% of the tie. It was really just 15 to 20 minutes that they kind of, you know, did a Tottenham and just capitulated in those 15 but to 20 minutes. Couldn't but, you
0: say the same thing about like Real Madrid against Bayern Munich this year in the Champions League? No. No, I mean we we have said that that Bayern Munich played the best right. eighty really percent of the tie, but Real just kind of knew how to win in that kind of format and got through. I I, that, I think it's a perfect comparison to be honest. Sure, but Juve I think the that, more experienced. Yeah, they're more experienced. Yeah, and I think Tottenham will learn from this. And you know, I think they came back stronger this year than they have. I, I think two parts that would have maybe gotten their grade to an A, maybe even an A plus for Tottenham this year would have been uh, some sort of trophy. FA, FA Cup, Cup right. FA Cup beating United in the semi final, and probably probably beating Chelsea in the final would have been for sure a step forward. And then if they'd beaten someone like Juve, that would have been a real statement of intent for them. But alas, they'll have to settle for an A minus. Poor They still
1: beat Real Madrid and drew them. So and they
0: still won at Stamford Bridge for the first time in almost thirty years. That's a big uh, win.
1: They they broke some 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 hoodlums for them this year. So okay Watford,
0: year they finished. In fourteenth place on forty one points, they scored forty four goals and they conceded sixty four
1: do you agree with me?
0: team do you agree with me now that they're trash uh, look they're trash in the second half of the season, first half of the season, Watford
1: the last three years they've gotten i think it's the statistic is seventy five percent of their points that's uh, awful in their first half of the season they fired Marco Silva midway through the, the season, year.
0: yeah Marco Silva, who was seen as the savior. Of this team. They haven't
1: done well at all since he's been gone. Richardson just went off the face of the earth. DeCorey still young had player. a decent still had a decent season, but also second half of the year. I mean, all these players had uh, Hughes, you remember he was doing well. There was you know, there was multiple players who you thought at the beginning and midway through the year that these players were gonna consistently out- output for Watford, but ended up not doing so. So, you know, I'm gonna give them a C. I thought they were Good the first half of the year, awful the second half of the year, which kind of puts them at, you know, just kind of bang on average. You know, they weren't really ever in relegation trouble at all.
0: They they sort of, they they are the team that encapsulates the, the Premier League ideal of, on their day, they can beat anyone. Yeah. And I mean anyone. They beat Chelsea 4-1 at Vicarage Road earlier this season. And, you know, Chelsea, obviously, were absolute garbage that day, but... They can go from beating Chelsea four one to losing six 0 to Man City at that very same stadium. Same
1: day, yeah, or The week afterward,
0: uh, it, it's just it baffles me that a team with such terrible defending—it's between them and Bournemouth—is like the mid-table team that uh, defend the worst is very good going forward, but can just just can't stop anyone. You know, if you like, how many goals did they concede? 64. Wow. So they almost, they almost were up the, there with the that worst, 68. The worst yeah. in the league was 68. That's, uh, that so that's we'll still really bad second.
1: from Watford. Uh,
0: not surprising at all, though. I gave them a C. Yeah. That was, you have that, a C also? Yep. West Brom, rock bottom of the league. Uh, 20th place with 31 points. They scored 31 goals and conceded 56. They suffered eight straight defeats from February to March. That pretty much doomed them. Uh, and, Somehow managed to keep Alan Pardew in the job that entire time. Uh, you know, it started the season with Tony Pulis, I mean, obviously. deserve to go down after that. Well, you know what's funny? They, I think to start the season, they started the year with three straight wins. And they were all 1-0 wins under Tony Pulis. It looked like... Everyone same, picked up Higazi in same, fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It 4.5. For like really, yeah. Everyone
1: was like, ah, West but Brom, they're going to be defensively solid again they, this year. They
0: just had their best finish uh, in the Premier League the right. season before, the season finishing 8th. They were flirting with challenging Everton for seventh, maybe even get. uh, No one really thought they were going to get Europa League, but they they were they were sniffing around it at the end of the season before they all decided to go to the beach, and then this season, just all of those same players just dropped off a cliff. It it was truly disappointing to watch. Actually, I, I know you may dislike. Yeah, I don't Arsenal like Arsenal having to go to West Brom, but you right. know, I am happy be, seeing
1: them gone. I, I, they're like a Stoke where you know. I don't. go to detest them too. get out much. of the Premier League. We have Cardiff coming up. That's another team like you. We don't. We don't need to. Not, we don't need too many of these teams in the league. Yeah, West Brom deserved to go down, and I mean, they're they Championship it's, masters.
0: They'll be back up soon. It's giving Alan Pardew as much time as they did. That obviously the performances too, but giving him that much time warrants an F in and it of itself, right? Because he is. Phew, truly a very much past it manager who is who is the game has passed him by. Tactically he doesn't offer anything. You can't tell me how does an Alan Pargie team play. You can't tell me. I there's no answer. You know, and we said that when they hired him and we were proven right. Um what was your grade again? F, yep. West Ham, last but not least. Uh they Almost never are least. They, no they never are leased. They always float with being leased, but yeah. they always pull it out at the end. Uh, Their final place was 13th place. They had 42 points, scored 48 goals, and conceded 68. Joint worst in the league. They had some pretty shocking losses, to be fair. Wow. Where their fans were rioting, the 3-0 at home against Burnley. They lost 3-0 at home uh, to Brighton earlier this season. This was their
1: their inaugural year in in their stadium, the Olympic Stadium. No, it's their second
0: year. It's their second year. Do they go midway through last year? No, no. they last year was their first year in the stadium. This is their second year.
1: Oh, I thought this was their first. Okay, no, it's
0: all all blending Fake together, news. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, the stadium continues to be a bit of bit of an issue for them. Uh, but you know, I I think they found a basis, at least going forward. I can't really speak to the defense, but going forward, players like Arnautovic, Lanzini, if you can stay healthy, uh, Chicharito, they've got something to work with there. Arnautovic, I think, has actually taken a step forward from what he was doing at Stoke, and he was still like he was a pretty streaky player at Stoke, where he'd go on four or five game runs of playing really well and then just disappearing for another four or five games. This season, when he's been healthy, he's managed to actually consistently be their most dangerous player and been able to score against anyone that he's faced, most teams that he's faced. I have a C plus for them because that relegation battle. They shouldn't be dropping down to the relegation. I know that they yeah, do every year, but I, they shouldn't with the I, players they have. I have a
1: D. I thought it was a terrible season for them. They shouldn't have been anywhere close to the relegation battle. The amount of money they spent, the stadium they have, the supporters they have, the history they have. You know, this team should be battling for those Europa League spots, battling with Everton, battling with, you know... See, that's my
0: view of Southampton.
1: Uh, yeah, of I mean, teams. I think both of those teams have had abysmal seasons, so you know i'm uh i'm i'm expecting much more from west ham next year and uh you know they probably need to get moyes out if they want to they want to move up from that
0: well they did separate from him so okay good that's it for the premier league uh grades we're going to talk a little bit just real quick preview of this weekend's fa cup chelsea again will play against manchester united at wembley on saturday at 12:15 p.m. eastern time here in the united states uh, There's a royal wedding in London earlier that day. My mom is having about twenty to thirty women over at six a.m. to watch the royal wedding. What an English thing to do! Yeah, and we're Irish. And right. I'm really disappointed in her. To be honest, <laughs> I was like, "Who? who there does better that? be yeah, right." I was like, "There better be like Irish flags all over the place. There better, better be no Union Jacks around here." Um, but you know, uh, we, we we made a promise. My dad and I, or we made my mom promise that all the women will be out by the time uh, kickoff comes around. So, uh, you seem to be pretty fairly certain that uh, United are going to win. Yeah. I, I Okay, they are obviously favorites. They finish second. they the has never season. won a cup
1: final. <sighs> Chelsea are on a downtrend. As a player, like are a... you going to count that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm obviously not going to count that. As a manager,
0: that. okay. As a manager,
1: he's never won a cup final. He's okay. been to several of them. Uh, he's, he's, It seems like he's checked out. The manager has. It seems like the players aren't playing for the manager anymore. And it seems like United are hungry for – they always they always want that one trophy. Mourinho is always desperate for that one trophy. You can say, ah, oh, I got this one trophy. You can't say I had a trophy this year, this year. And, you know, I trust Mourinho to do that every year. So uh, also Alexis in the FA Cup, you can't uh – can't
0: deny he's you know at Wembley. We'll cancel him out with Archer Rude. It will be uh, yeah. I mean the Arsenal one, players one, will be dominant. One obviously. one from but we're goals the kings of
1: this. the FA Cup. So with our players, you might be able to do something. You you're two you know lesser teams. You know what taking it is? our our
0: Arsenal regex. we should have signed more Arsenal players in January. We would be yeah. What if what if you'd gotten like you Wilshire.
1: Know, yeah, Jack Wilshire sure. or like Aaron Ramsey. You, you, you'd <laughs> instantly be winning Aaron the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean you'd, you'd you'd instantly win the FA Cup. You'd be massive favorites. But you know it's okay. You have a third or fourth string striker. Alas. will uh But honestly though, I think that this game I think this game will be it'll be close. Uh because the players so. obviously they know Mourinho, Mourinho knows all the players, and you know, there, there's so many elements to it. Mourinho, you know, going back to his club, you know, to get a trophy, going up against the team that he was, all these players, you know, they know each other so well. Lukaku going back. Hasn't played in a month. Matic going back you know, there's 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 a lot of uh, a lot of storylines here, and uh, I I think it should be a fun one. But I think United are just going to eke it out. I think I'm I'm going to say two one Manchester United.
0: Two one United. Okay, let me uh, enter that. Uh, I'm going to say one one Chelsea win on penalties. If Chelsea have any chance at winning this, uh, you're going to
1: you're going to win a penalty shoot against De Gea. Yeah. Really. Yeah with uh what's, his record, no penalty, penal, no what's penalty. his record
0: in penalty shootouts do you know because i don't
1: i don't remember him he a
0: penalty. exactly shootout. that's what i'm saying like you can't just say that he's, still he's gonna be the best
1: goalkeeper a, in the world
0: i mean peter Check was for the uh, long, long time to say that uh. peter Check was for the long time the best goalkeeper in the world and he's not good in penalty shootouts you know that's a very specific skill that
1: yeah, some think, keepers have has, and some like, don't
0: you know like Edwin van der Sar de was a god Sheck. in penalty shootouts, but like you're just ignoring that. What De Gea is better than check, I think. Uh, right now, yeah, sure. De- 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 check was no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> he hasn't even, he hasn't even grazed the surface <laughs> of, of how, what, good oh, how good check okay, was. Good check, okay, okay. He's, he's on his way though. We need, we but, need some United fans to uh, call uh, into the don't, show. Don't or distract me. Don't distract me from the game. I'm, okay, I'm just saying if Chelsea can have any chance in this game, it's going to have to be out on the wings. I don't like our chances if we possess and keep the ball anywhere near the middle of the Are field. You're starting Bakayoko in this game. Maybe. You may see a Sesk, Bakayoko, Kante midfield three. I don't want that to happen. I would rather we just played so, Kante and Fabregas, played William, Hazard, either Jura Murata up top. Okay. And really looked to just Ross Barkley possess. should be starting, right? He oh, <laughs> started was, over
1: the weekend. That I mean. was rough last weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was real rough. Um, I, I, I'm just... Cahill? That, Cahill. That, Cahill that United midfield sure. three that's going to play is going to be Pogba. Matic, definitely. Either Herrera, maybe Fellaini. I would prefer Fellaini, but yeah, it's probably going to be probably Herrera. Probably her. Herrera. obviously had the winning goal against Tottenham in the semifinal. I, I've mentioned in the past that I don't really like... Chelsea's ability to uh, possess the ball and bring it up through the center of the field. We don't have ball carriers in the middle of the field other than Conte, really. Sesko is always looking to just look up and play a ball in behind, which is fine. But uh, it, anything positive that comes for us or comes for us going forward is going to have to be through the wings. You don't care if Giroud, backs. Giroud, or
1: Morata start. I think Giroud definitely gonna, should be starting. He's the best. He's
0: going to start, but he's definitely better than Morata right now. Morata scored against United
1: earlier this season. Yeah, but Giroud has like four or five more goals. Morata, is year much. Than Marata.
0: Marata is much more capable of taking advantage of the very. Very big mistakes that United's back line are capable of making. So, you want Maratha to start and Druid to come off the bench? No, I didn't say I wanted that. I'm just. You just don't mind either way. I just don't mind either one. Like Either one could have success. You just have to play the right way. You have to get get fastballs in behind through the wings. Hazard and William are going to have to work their asses off, and you're going to have to get good service into whoever's starting at center forward. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that being said, like. 1-1 Chelsea. I don't think we can I don't think we can win this uh in extra time or, or regular time. I think it's got to be on a penalty shootout. All right, that's all from us at the Ghost Goal Pod. Keep an eye out for our World Cup World Cup preview. Baby, it's coming. It's a little less than a month away. The countdown is well and truly started. Uh we're going to preview groups A and B uh tonight and release that a little bit later this week and early next week. And every week Going forward after this until the World Cup, we're just going to release. Out those groups. We're going to release uh, individual episodes for each group, previewing the teams, previewing who we think is going to qualify from each group. Uh, how like, how we think they're going to do? How, yeah, what their their big picture outlook looks like? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Lots so.
1: more content coming.
0: Yeah, stay tuned, and until next time,
1: thio.